Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel. And what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same-game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line over, unders, totals, player props, everything, live betting. You get to the game late, and you want to, it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So, Try out the same game Parlay Plus while you're there and download FanDuel now, which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals. And what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your new favorite college football podcast. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Bear, joined, as always, by my guy, QB1, the Georgia Bulldog legend. 
a man who you hear calling games under the ESPN umbrella all the time. Of course, I'm talking about Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, dude? Uh, just want to know how your night was last night at the Senior yep. Bowl. We get a little bit weird. We get a little bit wild. What are we drinking? What are uh, we no, eating? No, no, no. Nope. Last no, night was no chill. Fun. Very no good fun. food. Uh, Very good food and drinks. No, no, super fun. Very good food and drinks. Last night overall was chill, though. I find whenever I get to like an industry thing like this where it's basically, hey, just network and drink all week. Night one, you know, it's like kind of the first night of camp or something. Yeah, everybody goes big. Your eyes are a bit bigger than the plate. Yeah, you're so excited to be there. You're caught up in the energy. Then day two morning rolls around and you're like, what was I thinking? This was an awful (laughs) choice. And so night two tends to be a little more relaxed. But I had, like I told you, man. It's been a long time. Look at my face. I eat a lot of po'boys. It's been a long time since I've been impressed by a po'boy. And last night we went to this place, Debris, here in Mobile, and that fried shrimp po'boy was truly fire. Like, really exceptional. Um, To the point where I I kind of felt like a douche doing this, but I did tell the – you know, I made sure the relay, so the waitress would relay a message to the chef. I was like, you know, I'm from Louisiana, so I think I know a thing or two about po' boys. And I got to uh... say, this, this is a good po' boy. But it was. And then I had some really good drinks. I had the best ranch water cocktail that I've ever had, Ooh. which is very simple. Ooh. It's just tequila, topo, and yeah. lime juice, right? But the ratios were just perfect um, mm. from the amount mm. of ice, the amount of lime, the amount of tequila. And this black salt in the rim. So, yeah, it was, I mean, there were highlights, but no devious shenanigans. Um, Relatively chill overall. All right. I I did give you one task yesterday. Break down the quarterbacks. Break down the damn quarterbacks. Who looks good? Who's making headlines? Who's, Who's someone that's moving up the draft boards after day two? I just saw um, somebody throw a pick six, but I couldn't see who. Ooh. But a quarterback threw it. I'm imagining it, a quarterback oh, threw it. Oh. Uh, I don't think oh. it was a trick play, but I guess it could have been. Uh, okay, no, look, in all seriousness, I have not been uh, watching practice hyper-analytically because I'm sitting here doing the show, and I'm actually kind of – I would have a great view, like, if people weren't just standing in front of me, but whatever. Um, I will say this. I talked to a couple of quarterbacks this morning. We talked to Jay Kaner and Max Duggan, and they seem very responsible, and they seem certainly like guys that you would trust with your team, but they are playing it very tight right now. They're playing yeah. it very close. Yep. Like, we've talked to a bunch of other players, and the other position groups just appear to be much looser, which I understand. Like, NFL teams want a quarterback who oozes maturity and kind of leadership and seriousness and whatnot. Um, and so, like, I kind of get them – turning that on when they're here and also like Aaron you can appreciate this it's probably really weird being in this setting where so much of what a quarterback does is based off of having relationships both like on and off the field with the team like to be that leader yeah. and and even on the field right the simple timing of routes and it's like oh okay well now you have to come in you have to be that leader that glue guy for a bunch of disparate elements that are literally from all over the country it's it's yeah. like it's got to be a bit of a. But they want to say you handle. You, oh, they want and it's your biggest job you interview of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. they understand. And it's just like the combine too. Like I think the big work is, you know, what do you look like at pro day with your own receivers and tight ends and running backs running your routes, 
Um, yeah. How do you look there because you know the timing a little bit better? These are all just data points that all lead to your pro day, that all lead to the NFL draft at, at the end of it. So, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you're learning – you essentially this week were handed a playbook. You're supposed to digest that playbook, the terminology, the reads, the checks, the formations, everything that goes into what – kind of like an NFL week before leading up to a game. Then you have to go out there and execute that playbook with a bunch of receivers you've never thrown to, going against defenses you maybe haven't seen before, uh, all in about a five-day span. So it's 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 this is why the, the Senior Bowl usually is not a very high-scoring game. Um, they just want to see, I, I think, more drill work than anything else, and then just don't screw yeah. it up. And and also from a quarterback standpoint, what can you retain? If I give you fifty plays and I expect you to learn those by Saturday. How much of those can you retain and go out there and at least execute at somewhat of a high level on an actual game day? Because that's 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 what the NFL week is. Like you literally get a brand new playbook on Monday. Like boom, here you go. Here's first and second down. You rep Damn. it a few times. Okay, next day. Here's third down. Boom. Here's our game plan. Boom. Next day's red zone. And it's it's a, there is some crossover and you do know the terminology, so that helps. But a lot of it is it's different formations, different motions, different shifts. There's a lot of these quarterbacks played at the next level. They want to see how much of that you can handle already right now. And I do think there's a leadership component uh, to it too. Um, I will go to when I was there, I obviously couldn't participate because I had a torn ACL, but Derek Carr was there. And I thought Derek really, really liked Derek a lot. Um, Derek was a, just a natural born leader. Like after practice, all the receivers would go with Derek. They would do some routes on air he was the only quarterback that kind of stayed behind. I think he gained a lot of respect from coaches. Like, man, these receivers, there's something about him that these receivers yeah. are gravitating towards him to want to get more work. That's the kind of guy that we want in our locker room. So they are looking at that. They're looking, how do guys, offense line receivers, respond to you in the huddle, pre-practice, post-practice, um, to take over that leadership aspect? So um, that's some fascinating insight, Aaron. Thank you for that. And I guess that's where, uh, if it was the NFL week, Chase Daniel comes in and he's already got it all memorized and he's ready to help the starter uh, chop it all up. Um, which, if you missed that, really good conversation with Aaron about the legend Chase Daniel earlier this week. Uh, okay, look. Uh, hmm. I know the lead topic is supposed to be Jalen, but we have a perfect segue. But let, let's do the Jalen thing real quick. I, I will say this. You asked me who's been the fastest riser quarterback-wise at the Senior Bowl. It ironically may be the guy who's not playing, as there just seems to be a ton of positive hype around Hendon Hooker right now. But we'll talk about Hendon Hooker coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Andy J and Ted, I have not seen Last of Us Episode 3 yet. Okay, so the question is, Aaron, and you know me, my grift is pointing out Alabama fans' uncomfortable truths. Some would say I'm yep. trolling. Some even accuse me of fabrication. Um, no, 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 none of that. Again, uncomfortable truths that they would rather ignore so they can stay up there in their pampered little white-walled palaces in which nobody messes with them, and all they do is win SECs and win the West every year, blah, 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 blah. Well, the uncomfortable truth here, they may not like it, okay? Alabama Fans, notice, I am saying fans, Alabama fans cannot, double-stamped, cannot, all-capped, underlined, bold, cannot claim uh, Jalen Hurts. They can't do it. Uh, Nick no. Saban, absolutely. Nick Saban, the Alabama program, 
Absolutely. But the fans themselves, Aaron, it's, 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 it's this simple. You know, when that meme was making its way around a couple of years ago, like, and it'd be like, okay, uh, let's say we're just using myself, right? If you didn't want me when I was a 300 pound overweight man in 2019, then you don't deserve me. And now my beautifully long locked uh, skin yourself. Now, like if you didn't want Jalen Hurts when he was being benched, and y'all were all talking shit about how he couldn't throw the ball. He wasn't accurate. He'd never make it as a quarterback. Two is so much better. If you don't want him then, you don't suddenly get him when he's when he's a Super Bowl winning champion, maybe the MVP of the league. So, hell no. You don't get to disrespect. You don't get to have your cake and eat it. You don't get to talk shit and then have somebody be cool with you when they get good. Like, that's just how the game is played. Like, I get it. Like, you when know, I talk shit about people, I don't expect them to be nice to me when I see them. Get the hell out of here. Of course, Alabama fans cannot. They gave up on him. Like OG in the chat says, they gave up on Jalen Hurts. There's no way they can claim him now. You know what you sound like? You sound like Kirby Smart giving his speech in the offseason about how fans fucking hate you. Fans don't believe in you. Fans think that you guys stink. Fans don't believe that you guys yeah, are going to be a winning football team. That's what you sound like. And were there fans out there saying that Georgia couldn't repeat? Were there fans out there saying that Setson Bennett, thank you for winning a national championship, move on? <laughs> that was a small percentage. And I will say the same thing about Jalen and this situation when it comes to Alabama. Was there a small percentage of fans who are always the loudest no. that were saying, put mm -hmm. his butt on the bench. We don't like you. We don't want you. Yes. Every quarterback deals that. I dealt with that, T-Bob. There were moments in my career yeah. where people were saying, Aaron sucks. Get his ass on the bench. Bobo, what are you yeah. doing? Put in Hudson Mason. That's it my boy, Hudson Mason. Position. It comes with the position. But to tell me right now that 95% of fans at Alabama during Jalen's time did not appreciate and love the fact that he was 26-2, and two, what won SEC Offensive Player of the Year, was 17 touchdowns to one interception throwing the football that year that he got benched Hello. versus Georgia. Yes, yes, yes. keep saying they the stats. There was, this there was the exact there was a small percentage. There was a small percentage no, that disowned no, him. You're dude, acting like no, every Alabama dude, fan no. – was no, ready to no. burn him at the stake. They were. Was not they the were, bro. No, no yes. they weren't. You, no, they weren't. small percentage. No. You're full of shit. And you no. know why? It's because no. when you bring this up, no bring this up to any Alabama fan, and no Alabama fan says, I didn't talk crap. No, nobody says that. Nobody claims that. Every, they didn't every talk Georgia crap. fan at one point in their in my career talked some shit about me too, T Bob. It comes with yeah. the position. Yeah, you finished the fight. Doesn't though. mean you finished the fight. Disowning he, you he, he, doesn't he mean left. That he left because Tua came in, won the starting position, but that does not discredit everything that Jalen accomplished at Georgia. Excuse me, at Alabama. To, to me, to me, does not accomplish. No, no. Does not disclaim all the 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 gratitude that those fans have for him and appreciation. And I'm guaranteed there was a small frag or a decent amount of people that wanted him to continue to start. Yeah, Tua yeah, was yeah, the yeah, okay. quarterback. <laughs> right, but that, that, that's that. You're, this is two different things here. Was two of the better quarterback? Yes, he was the better quarterback. Does that I mean, mean that yeah. Alabama can't say for two and a half years Jalen was our guy? No, why not? Yeah, because yeah, you don't because he got beat because, out because you know because they talked shit about him while he was getting beat oh out. God. It was not a respectful <laughs> beating out. It was not. A, it was as you said as he was going like. 20 million and two and and you know sec offensive play like this was jalen hurts was really what showed me the true depth 
of the lack of perspective that Alabama fans have. Because like I said the other day, as I was over the moon about Danny Antling throwing for like 2,500 yards and 16 touchdowns, thinking that that's like some elite overwhelming season, they're sitting here weeping and gnashing their teeth about their SEC Offensive Player of the Year quarterback and how he sucks. And how you got to get him out of there. And he can't throw the ball. And he can't do this. And he can't do that. It's ridiculous. I mean, he told you himself. The Bible verse um, that, that he quoted, uh, that, that incredible quote at the end of the press conference today. How will you remember him, T-Bob? How will you remember him? How will you remember him? As an Oklahoma Sooner when he put up his best. In 20 years. Yeah. In 20 years from now, yeah. when you think back to Jalen's career, you'll think, oh, Oklahoma Sooner. No. I, in 20 years yeah, from me, even right now, I watch I him play live. Jalen's career, I will think of Jalen wearing that crimson red like that to me that that is the image in my head and that's where to me if, if he would I don't know if he was an all-american ever if he had the opportunity to be into the uh the, the oh, he was. Football Hall no, of no, Fame. He, he, was he? he 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 was an all yeah he was definitely an all-american that an Alabama fan still thought he sucked yes exactly exactly no yeah an all-american quarterback and and he sucks you're right you're no, taking you're this right. you're this is literally the, the same no. bs that Kirby was giving to his team this entire year. And it works. I good for you. Like good for you for making it seem like the Bro, entire fan base hates a player again, or hates a team. No, Whatever no, you need to Aaron, motivate it. He plain and simple. He lost, he lost the battle. He couldn't get it done versus Georgia the first go around. He got benched. Tua came in, won the game for them, but then he got his revenge the next year, came back and won the game versus Georgia uh there in the SEC championship and game. Guess so what? and guess what? Bama fans were a little happy, but they were still talking shit. They talked crap no, they about him when he went you, you to asked, You asked, you talked, they you talked crap about every him Alabama fan? No, I have, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a college football sociologist, okay? And what okay. this means is getting a representative sample of the population, okay? I'm part demographer in my off time, it's one of my hobbies. I have yeah. created a text group that is filled with Alabama fans of varying ages and backgrounds. Uh, and by that, I mean my high school friends who are actually not at all varied. And it's a horrible study because it's literally all from the same pool of people. And they all end up going to Alabama. But they're idiots, okay, admittedly. And, yes, they talk shit about Jalen Hurts every step of the way. Even when he was in the NFL, scoffing, laughing. He'll never be able to throw the ball. Blah, 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 blah. I, it's, it's, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just – it's again – Aaron, any Alabama fan you talk to, confront them on it and recognize that they don't say they didn't talk crap. Like they never say they didn't. And I will they just try to, to tell you, like it just is what every, it is. Every quarterback has been talked shit about at some point in their career by ninety percent. Not, not of to the extent that Jalen Hurts was. That's why Jalen Hurts said, you know, they, they, I, I know they don't understand. What was the quote? The Bible verse? Crap. Somebody like, I know they don't understand now, but I hope they will. Ah, shit. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, he basically said, told you so. Like, like his entire press conference after making the Super Bowl was basically, yeah, I said, told you so to all those fans that were hating on me and doubting me. Well, I, I guess, I guess. Again, not you know, Nick Saban, wanna, not the Alabama program. Uh, I guess, you know, if, if he's going to claim Oklahoma because, he, you know, the, the, the Alabama fans were just so mean to him, you know, I guess Stetson Bennett, when he goes into the Hall of Fame, uh, is going to claim the the, the, the JUCO in, in, in Mississippi then, because you know it, it, it's not where he ended fans his career. Him. It's not. It's not. It's not where he ended his him. career or had it. But, but had you're, his you're, you're, you're basing the whole argument right now on the fact that Jaylen. fans were so upset with him and fans didn't like him and fans didn't want him to be the quarterback. What's the difference with Stetson? Both had great uh, they, careers they, at their university. Both yeah, won the championships at a university. 
but both yeah. fan bases supposedly quote unquote 100 percent of the fans talk shit about both quarterbacks so why should georgia get the claim stetson if all the fans also, talk shit about him you're up stetson would Stetson get it? I'm just Stetson asking. Is out of control. Same, is out of control. No, I mean, you're bringing no, it back. Don't, don't, don't change the conversation. It's a good. It's a anyway, good comparison. Anyway, no, no, no. It's it not a good comparison. Good comparison. It's not a good How call. is it not? Stetson because Stetson's success came at the end. Jalen Hurts was literally forced out of town to go find his fortune elsewhere and had his best statistical season at Oklahoma. And they probably tried, the best job. Probably the job that fans, he they tried. Not, they tried to force Stetson out, and he didn't leave. Jalen could have could have stayed yeah. too. Um, no, he made the right choice. He had his best year, like he had his best year individually and team wise. Uh, left. When, when, they tried and to and you say, "Oh, well, too. he didn't win a Natty." That's fine. He didn't win a Natty. I'm sure he's actually more proud of leading that Oklahoma team to the playoff that year that year than he was of the Natty team at Alabama. You know, I don't know. Brum, Brum, what's your thought? <laughs> I think <laughs> this is one of the few things where you're going to have split loyalties. I think it is okay, like, in this scenario, for, like, because of the success at both programs, because he took both programs to the playoff. I think it is. So you're telling me producer Ryan Brumley is coming down directly has... on the middle. Yeah, what? Nice. Who has studied, who, who has forged in the hot forges of, of hot takes? I mean, what? Here, you decide to sit on the fence that on the top boy, of it. It doesn't even really matter if you just, like, talk shit, just, like, put whatever you want out there. Like, let's be clear. You can say anything in this conversation. It That's doesn't true. matter. That's and true. Yours, I know. And yours is, and yours is oh, he, I think he likes both schools. No. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I know. It's not he, my best take. He, but he, I, he, he, he doesn't like both schools. There's a reason why he says his high school. He doesn't want to cause too much drama. But there's a reason why he's introduced an NFL primetime games that he says his high school and not Alabama. But it is undeniable that Alabama fans won it both ways because they ran him out of town and they yes. didn't think he'd be this good. That is yeah, undeniable. That. that is true. That is true. Doesn't uh, mean they can't claim him. Claim, but Bama's still fake fans. I could also agree with that. They, whatever. You want to claim him, claim him, but recognize your little hypocritical punk. Uh, that's what I would say. Uh, but then again, you know, what, what, what are human beings, but hypocritical punks in most yeah, ways. True. Um, true. all right. So that was fun. Um, I hope we got some content there to trigger Alabama fans because you know, y'all should grow up, um, you know, cheer for a team that actually requires adversity to like, uh, you too, Georgia fans, you're next. Um, $5 super chat here from Wilk. Aaron, you high-fived me after the 2012 whooping in Auburn, and I haven't washed my hand since. Hell yeah, dude. Um, what do you do with that yeah. hand? It's pretty weird. Anyway, who wins in a 100-meter foot race? T-Bob or Aaron? Damn, dude. I I wish I could. Uh, even a I mean, first off, first off, For, I, I, will, I will say are we running a marathon. Can we do a 10? Who wins in a 10? Like we dwarves are natural sprinters. I'm wasted on cross country. You want me to fucking go run a hundred meters? Jesus. It's the length of a football field. I, Let's do it. I, I, I had a, I, I had a proud moment yesterday. I was on the, the Peloton tread and cranked that bitch up. So, so fast. How, it, shut down the power. it shut down oh, the power whoa. of my basement. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, how what what's did you fall off your treadmill? No, my wife was kind of surprised I didn't, but I'm such an athlete, I just jumped off real quick. 
Damn, dude. I almost fell off the treadmill in a public gym the other day. That would have been so embarrassing, Ooh. but I caught myself because I, too, am a sick athlete. Wait, you, uh, you so what kind of speed? If you're going max mile per hour speed. What I was cranking up as track. soon as I was cranking it to 12 and a half, it just shut down the whole power. 12 and a half miles per hour. Bro, that's getting it. It's really fast. Yeah, not bad. I mean, that that's was where impressive. I stopped. That was like for a 45-second sprint, though. And it, like midway No, no, I know. Down. I know it's a sprint. I know. No, yeah. I know that. But it's still, I mean, you know, good on you. Yeah. No, unfortunately, guys, I'm not going to win a 100-meter race. Um, no. do, you, do, you, do you, real quick, sidebar, you talk about yeah. your embar- almost embarrassing moment at the gym. So this was back when I was in seventh grade. There was this girl at the uh, LA Fitness that I always try to impress lifting weight. So, you know, one day, one morning I'm working out, she's on one of the machines. I'm on the bench press doing 185, maybe 200, you know, trying to pump up. Show, show I can do it. I was seventh grade. Chill the fuck out. Oh, okay, and... okay. Oh, seventh grade. Okay. That's their mind. My, my bad. I thought this, yeah. for some reason, I thought this was adult Aaron Murray sitting no. there putting 185 right, on listen, trying to I think I would struggle play. with 185 today. I haven't bench pressed in probably like seven years. Um, anyways. So I'm like, I don't need a spotter. I'm trying to impress this girl. So I'm repping it out. And I got to like, I don't know, a few, three, four. And all of a sudden it gets stuck on the chest. It's stuck. It ain't coming off. And I'm having to like start yelling for help. And she's like just staring at me laughing. Because the bar stuck on my chest. And then I just walked away and never, and never talked to her again. Uh, Did she help you? Did again. she end up helping you? No, that would have been more embarrassing if she helped me. So Wait, uh, so, so how'd you get the bar? Some random dude just came over and helped pick it off my chest. Yeah. Oh, nice. The good, the good. You know, I love a good. You know what I love? And for some reason, my algorithm's been put in front of me lately. Wholesome gym bros. Like super jacked bros who are all about gains and added muscle mass. But they've got these wonderful soft tender hearts. And they offer like uh, just nice life lessons for anybody else who's, you know, maybe struggling with identity issues or being self-conscious or wanting to get in the gym. I love a good wholesome gym bro not liver king i'm not talking about liver yeah. king. get the fuck out of here um all right okay so aaron back to the senior bowl where i am right now and according to every show that i do everybody's like god team up looks more like shit every single day look guys i'm not <laughs> sleeping a lot okay give me a break but here at the senior bowl the quarterback who may be rising quite quickly again is one who's not playing dude there are people are there's a lot of hand and hooker talk going on right now I mean, the man can't even play, and he's still here. Hindenhooker, Jim Nagy, the executive director, made a special exception for him because he would have been here, right? And he's a great kid, all these other things. So he allowed him to come over here. He's meeting with NFL teams. Again, where is Stetson Bennett? Hindenhooker can't even play, and he's here. And uh, I got to say, man, did you read the ESPN article that Brum sent earlier? I did. It's all about uh, the quotes that he has in there. Like, again, I can get – I can get fooled. So if somebody's good at answering questions, I get fooled and be like, this is the most mature, intelligent leader that I have ever like. So I can I can be a sucker. But when I read these quotes and you just hear him interact, like this is the type of young guy that you want to be your quarterback. Okay, here, here's what he had to say about what he's been doing, you know, since he's been hurt, right? He says, I feel great. I'm moving around. I'm excited to get back to my regular self. My cerebral side has elevated to a whole other level. I'm continuing to build that and my leadership skills and communication skills. And I'll have the chip on my shoulder when I get back. Go on. He was asked, um, 
uh, when we, you know, teams, if they ask Hooker, you know, what kind of player are they getting? Here's how he describes himself. Quote, I want to be smart and learn and want to come in and be extremely competitive. A dynamic guy who is hungry for betterment of himself on and off the field. A dynamic guy in the mm. pocket and a good mm. deep ball thrower and an accurate thrower and an athletic player. Uh competitor betterment of himself both on and off the field and then you hear that he's like a big time leader in his church um you read about the reports where after he got hurt he stuck around with tennessee even when he was recovering in california he would wake up at 4 a.m on cali time to get those uh zoom meetings in to help joe mill with the install he busted vanderbilt the week after he got hurt with the team he you know he could have checked out he could have been about me he stayed with the team He's working with Jordan Palmer, who's proved to be a bit of a quarterback whisperer that now is like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen to his name. And on top of all that, Aaron Murray, he throws the sexiest deep ball oh, I have ever oh, seen. Goblin, and it ain't oh, just chicks. Everybody loves the deep ball. In fact, I think that's why my algorithm has been putting so many OnlyFans girls in front of me is because I've been watching so many Hendon Hooker highlights that are not safe for work because they're just oozing sex appeal. And so now I'm getting oh, all sorts of other horny content. Love, dude. I know. Love uh, some deep balls. They, 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 Hendon Hooker's deep balls are <laughs> the absolute best, dude. And I'm not even being burdened. Like, literally throws the no, best. No, I know. Oh, I know. He's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Listen, he checks off a lot of boxes. He's a big kid. Uh, you, I'm sure you saw him this week. I mean, he's a legitimate 6'4", 220, built really nice. You see him in the pocket last year. His ability to shrug off pressure and and stand in there, run when he needs to run. I think he makes all the throws you want. The only real knock on Hendon Hooker is the offense he played it. You know that's going to be the question. I mean, how does that translate yeah. to the NFL? I mean, that 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 literally is it. When you want to just talk about a guy that if he was healthy, playing in the Senior Bowl, going to the Combine, doing his pro day, I think he would wow Andy's every orange. damn scout. And he's what? No, 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 chill out. Bro, bro, I'm hung up on the 25 years old. No, I'm not. I'm not hung up on the 25 years old. What's his name? Was the first from Oklahoma State? Um, What was his name? Uh, Played baseball quarterback. Brandon Whedon. That worked out great. Brandon Whedon. Yeah, but that was was 28 years old. That's like, yeah, I know, but that's such a weird. I'm saying that's such a weird anecdote to bring up and try to prove. If I want, if I need a quarterback to start, if I need a quarterback to start in the next two years. Maybe not this year because yeah. we have to see with the injury. But I was able to play in a preseason game, and I I tore my no, ACL. No, no, he's going to play. He did. No, 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 yeah. bro, bro. He said he well, is going to be like, ready by camp. hundred percent. Yeah, I, I said I played the full preseason, and I got injured the same time he did, same injury. So it obviously depends on you know how severe maybe other ligament was. If I need a quarterback to start in the next two years, I'm picking Hendon Hooker over Anthony Richardson. He is far more prepared. He may be the most prepared quarterback. In this trap, besides the top, top I would say he's yeah. in the top three guys right now that I would say is the most prepared to get into the offense and be able to play day one if he's healthy. That is going to I be agree. I would the playbook, make NFL type throws, big enough, strong enough, ability to run it. There's three guys in right now that I would say could start day one, year one, and he's one of them. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. 
from lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Super Bowl hath arrived. And this year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. What's up, y'all? T-Bob here from your new favorite college football show, Snaps, here at The Volume. And I want to encourage you to download FanDuel right now and use the promo code SNAPS so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet where you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your bet first bet doesn't win. How about that? And remember, FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads. who will score a touchdown. Look, I, I, I need more time to workshop this. But, 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 after what I witnessed out of Pat Mahomes, the toughness, Tenacity, reminding everyone that, no, 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 I am the best player in the world right now. I'm liking the Chiefs, and I'm liking Pat Mahomes' props. We'll see where it goes.
The best part is, if you think I'm an idiot, you can bet it however you want on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And the best of all, when you win, you get paid your winnings instantly. So, join FanDuel today with promo code SNAPS. Claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Remember, up to $3,000 back in free bets. Let's make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I'm, I'm in complete agreement. I would love nothing more than for the Saints to draft him. That'd be freaking awesome, dude. I would lay there at the yeah. end of the first round. Hey, how about this? Now that your boy Tom Brady retired, Aaron, the NFC South, I've, the, Andy Dalton is literally the best quarterback in the NFC South. Uh, <laughs> also, speaking of old quarterbacks, Brum, like, I feel you, but the opposite of that is getting Sam Darnold who was ruined because Sam Darnold's like going into his sixth year and is only 26 years old. Like it doesn't make any sense how it's even possible, but it's because he got forced into it too young. He's in New York. It completely ruined him. So, you know, the age is not 100% a positive or negative either way. (laughs) Uh, So uh, look, I would love for the Saints to draft Tucker, dude. Aaron, I got a, I got a quarterback question to ask you. We, We were actually talking about that a bit this morning. Because, you know, you bring up Hinton Hooker and Chad immediately starts exploding with system quarterback, system quarterback. Um, what dictates a system quarterback? Like the guys who make it versus the guys who don't. Well, first off, I, I, I want to go back to my uh, Brandon Weeding comment, more not to illustrate that, that he had success in the NFL, <laughs> but more to, to, to illustrate that the NFL doesn't care how old you are. If right. you're good enough was- and, you're, and they believe you're good enough to win, they're Nothing like bring up a That's bad example I'm... from 10 years ago. To no, make point. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you just got to take the L and the wrong way. No, 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 no. They took it the wrong way. I will defend myself here. I will defend myself here. You're not proving they... all your proof. You're just proving that drafting old people is bad if you're using brand new. No, I'm not. I'm proving what I'm proving is they're not afraid to draft old people. They may draft a 20, like you just said, you could draft a 20 year old quarterback and he could be a bust. You draft a 28, no one fucking knows, T Bob. Anyone can no, I agree. I agree. That. I agree. Like, I, age I agree. doesn't matter, I is all I'm saying. Yes. And so, I think, I think what you are saying, or how I'm taking it, and I do agree with you here, but I wanted to be friendly to you, is that Fucker. you just need one team to fall in love with you if you want to be a first yes. round pick. Like, like, and somebody's not going to be concerned with age. Like, like think about Tim Tebow. Think about Cole Strange last year for the like. You just need one team to uh, to, yeah, to fall in it. love with you. So, uh, and I'm in love, but I'm not in the Saints front office. Here's a good question from Andy J in the chat: Who do you think Hooker compares yeah. to in the NFL, Aaron? Who does Hooker compare to in the NFL? Josh Allen, right? I mean, huge, no, big deep ball, no. can run. No. no, he doesn't have. He does not have the arm like Josh does. Like, yeah, he throws a good deep ball very well, but Josh got some juice on that football. I mean, Josh can absolutely really? rip that thing in there. So, who's yeah, a I would arm, not. Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes? Josh has a stronger arm. Definitely, Dang Josh yeah. has a stronger arm. Yeah, jo- Josh. has. I think Josh has the strongest arm in the NFL. Um, okay. To be honest, I mean, Damn. he's he's an absolute freak throwing the football. Who is a good comp from Hendon Hooker? I'm going through the NFL teams right now. Trying to figure this one out. Um, one that no one's going to like, but I mean, he's the measurables. He's athletic like him. You know, maybe the first guy that comes to mind is Daniel Jones at, at the Giants. You okay, know. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, athletic, uh, stand in there, good size. Daniel's 6'5, 230, heading 6'4, 240. You know, 
throws a good ball. I wouldn't say great, but good. Um, but really the athleticism kind of puts them over the top a little bit. I think they're, they're yeah. somewhat similar. Yeah, no, I love that comp. And, and also like Daniel Jones doesn't suck. Like, yeah, sure. Maybe he's no. never going to break into like the Mahomes or Burrow tier of quarterbacks, but you know, not, every, not everybody is like Daniel no. Jones is a solid option that obviously now is proving you can make quarterback. And also like he, he's another guy who, um, who would have had success in the Joe Judge or uh, Ben McAdoo era of uh, New York Giant football? Like, I don't think anybody would have. Um, okay, I love that comp. And I would take that. If I'm the Saints, yeah, I you're would telling too. me that's a comp of who he could be? Like, hell yes, dude. And then if you do, like, if you are the Saints or a team that needs a quarterback, then I don't even care if Andy Dalton's starting at that point because it's exciting because you know there's like you know the next guy is in-house he's just training and learning um all right uh anything else to add on hooker no no what do you think so you think he, i think you, I, okay, I, okay, here's I think i think i think he's top two i think i think he'll sneak into possibly late first round uh early okay. second round yeah and then that should be where the saints should be drafting him for whatever that's yeah. worth um yeah. Again, my question to you is, do you think that he can transcend? Like, like, can he be Pat Mahomes? If, if there's a scale and, like, Graham Harrell's on one end and, like, Timmy Chang, and then there's, like, Pat Mahomes and, like, these other, you know, system guys who end up making it big, yeah. where is he going to fall? Is he going to fall closer to Graham Harrell or closer to Pat Mahomes? I think that's unfair to say because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So you're yeah, like, yeah, that's why I did the scale analogy. Yeah. No, no, I, I just know, mean, I like, know, will he make it? Will he transcend the system and be able to run a pro style system? I think it seems like he will. I think because I think he has a lot. Once again, like, some of these other quarterbacks that have been a part of the system, part of the reason why they had success at the college ranks is because of the system, because they didn't have the measurables. To play at the NFL, Hendon Hooker does have the measurables. I mean, once again, I'll say yeah. it, he's 6'4", 220. He's got a great arm. He can make every single throw Good you point. want. Did he benefit from being in Tennessee? Yeah, he benefited from that offense. There's no doubt about it. But when you look at it just attribute-wise, he is the attributes to play in a pro-style offense. A lot of those other quarterbacks that you just listed off maybe didn't have the attributes to play in a pro-style system that needed to play in more of a quote-unquote gimmicky type offense, which is very quarterback-friendly that any not any but most quarterbacks would go out there and have success with i think he can transcend that system quarterback um in the college ranks and then go out there and have a successful nfl career i do and i think you throw in the fact of his leadership i've been around him i've talked to people inside that building they can't say enough good things about what he brings to a locker room of of rallying the troops getting guys to believe in him um of 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 offense defense whatever it is that that's all being a part of a great quarterback at any given level so he has a lot of the tools man that's what i'm thinking there's gonna be a scout or there's gonna be a team that you know maybe you kind of give him the the little bit of a waiting time to see what that leg looks like during the preseason time but if he's ready to go i think he's gonna be able to compete for a starting job yeah i agree i agree and again i'm not i'm just not freaked out about acl anymore not nowadays. No, no, they happen all the time. They're easy to fix. Like it is what it is. It it does suck because you lose a lot of your prep time that he'll be getting. But then again, he's talking about doing like seated throwing sessions, right? And and how much he's studying and like he's still doing everything that he can. And again, 
that's almost more important in a way because it shows that he is, like he said, he has that chip on his shoulder. Like he is fully committed to wanting to prove everybody wrong. That's out there just telling him he is just a uh, system quarterback. So I'm, 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 I'm a big uh, Andy J. I know you're a big Tennessee fan in the chat. One of our core snaps homies. Um, I think he had a good one. I think it sucks that he's leaving you, but I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, UD Bryski, who wears two AirPods? Huh. That's an interesting question because I do find myself rocking solo a lot of times, actually. If, if, if maybe I'm with the kids or I'm in public and it's like a way of like maybe not even listening to somebody, but if I want to answer a call, I can just take it on one ear and then I'm not like getting filled up in both ears. But I mean, obviously here we wear two because, you know, we're doing a show. What like, looks better? I, well, I, what looks better? No, I, no, no. I think two looks better for, for TV probably. Yeah. But I just mean that in everyday life, having an ear pod always in is like kind of a move that I pull sometimes. And, and then you can even maybe really? like listen to a podcast where your little kids are talking to you. You don't really give a shit about what they're talking about because they're just like stuttering for 10 minutes just to be like the ball is orange. Like, Dad, Dad, I, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you. I, 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 I'm like, oh, my God, I need to listen to more hardcore history. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, turtle bomb story. Uh, <laughs> hey, all right, T-Bob. How about T-Bob? Yo, what's up? The goat retired today. Yeah. Who's your college goat? Yeah. Um, I've thought a little about this. Uh, I was going to say a lot, and then I realized I'm actually lying. Um, but I don't know, like, it's nobody. Okay, you, you ask me basketball, right? It's MJ or LeBron, obviously. You ask hockey, it's Gretzky. You ask football, it's Brady. I don't – there's no immediate name that jumps to my mind. One guy that I will say is the best football player uh, that I ever shared a locker room with. Like a true transcendent human being, leader, playmaker, like the amount of energy that radiated around him, the way in which I was willing to follow this man into hell. I have never shared a locker room with a human being like Tyron Matthew. Um, yeah. And it was crazy because he was young. He was a sophomore and a freshman when I played with him. Um, but but I, I, I will, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time. But if we're just talking about, like, the most outlier players we've ever experienced in our entire lives, like, I played with, like, Pat P. Like, I played with incredible DBs, incredible mm -hmm. players. I never played with anybody like Tyron Matthew. And if you look, look, pound for pound, he is one of the greatest of all time. Oh, I mean, yeah. You're talking about an all-decade oh, team member, chance to be a Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. Like, he's he's a true legend of the game. See, I, it, it, it's it's – it all to me it depends when we're talking about greatest of all time when it comes to college sports or college football. There's different. There's like individual seasons, and then you know if, if there's an individual season, I'm going with you know Cam Newton or I'm going with Joe Burrow. But if I want to say yeah. like who had the greatest career uh, of all time, I got to go with Tebow. I do, and and Tebow's you know, hard to get away I from. It's hard to get away from Tebow because of like you just talked about. Like there is a because of the game we play there is a leadership component that that has to happen inside that locker room to to for me to take your game to another level and for your team to go to another level and and to watch tebow play football to watch him lead to watch him give those emotional speeches before the games after the games um what he did off the field too i think that's a big part for me too like how did you impact your community uh i think yeah. a, a big sign for me too like he is 
you know, what he did off the field is just as important as what he did on the field there in Gainesville. I got to go with Tebow. I do. But if I want to say, like, who was – if I was to build a team today to, to have a, a, a an individual season, one season, one go, I'm picking Cam Newton as my first pick. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. I okay. Two things. First off, Brum, Merry Christmas. You just got a headline of Aaron Murray calling Tim Tebow. It, like, it, Brady retires, Murray says Tebow, college goat. Like, like there's so, like, I mean, incredible headline potential there. My work here is done. And, and, <laughs> and, and you're not, you're not wrong though, Aaron. I mean, for, our, see, my problem with, College football, even more so the NFL, to me, for some reason, almost feels defined by eras. And maybe it's because, like, empires kind of have their runs. But, like, I know I'm missing, like, old school players. Like, who's oh, the yeah. old Nebraska Herschel quarterback Walker, in the 70s? Well, who's the Nebraska quarterback in the 70s that won uh, two Heismans? Um, Archie Griffith? Oh, my God, dude. I, I told you, I, I don't know. I'm not, like, a great college football historian. So I know I'm missing like old school people who, who could be the best of all time. But to me, my era, Tebow probably put the most years together. Um, one year, I think just statistically, I think Joe Burrow had the craziest year of all time. How about this? I had a little like uh, the Joe Burrow. Will you take it? So I, 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 would, I, I would draft. No, no, I would take him because because. Yeah. Because Burrow also did have like Chase, and he's obviously incredible. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but he had like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. We've yeah. seen what they've gone on to do. Like, but but here's what here's what I said. I had a little crazy Burrow moment today. So the last two years, Hinton Hooker has combined for 58 touchdowns and five interceptions in two years, and I was like, damn, that's incredible. Ooh. And then I remember Joe Burrow went 60 and six. In 2019 alone, he threw 60 touchdowns and six picks. That's like what? Like I was blown away with Hooker already. But uh, but no, but I mean Cam had no one, dude. I, what if what if you had put Cam on the team had no one. with Literally Justin no Jefferson one. and Jamar Chase? That would have been un fucking. Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think I don't think Cam would have necessarily worked in that type of system. Like Cam is not the throne of Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow. No, no, was no. But, but Cam's also because not, of what I mean, he did. I agree, but Cam's not going to get Cam, worse if you give Jamar Chase and Justin no, Jefferson. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, but what I'm saying is, you know, Cam's not going to then go throw for 50 touchdowns. You know, like that, uh, no, that no, 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 probably not, probably not. Yeah, no. yeah. You, you, Cam, you Cam, Cam, what made Cam uh, to me? What made Cam even more special is why I kind of put him in such a high regard for that season is because of the fact that he did it solo. Because that he had to go out there every game and score four or five touchdowns in order for that team yeah. to win and for them to go win a national championship. Like that, that is what makes him so special. Re- um, Reggie so I do Bush, think like Reggie Bush is an interesting yeah, Reggie name Bush's as well. teams the were Jets so right loaded though. Uh, yeah. Does that I mean yeah, to me so does that so, so were Tebow's though, dude? Hold yeah, on. Now. He had Percy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, Percy, um, what's his name? The, the murderer Hernandez. 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 Yeah, uh, there were a lot of NFL. Uh, the, the Pouncey brothers were at yeah. Florida at the same time, and what have they gone on to do? Just both play in the NFL for like twenty years. Like, yeah, no. Um, High Value Man says y'all hate Alabama so much. Yeah, bitch. What of it? Say something. Um, no, look, I actually love Alabama. I, I, all my Alabama. I got a lot of Alabama friends. I don't love Alabama though. I just look, man. Again, Alabama fans. I'm not hating on you. 
I'm just speaking uncomfortable truths. No, I'm just giving uncomfortable truths. You're okay, a hater. Aaron, that's You're all a hater. Is. You're a hater. Um, no, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I love it. It's my grift. It's like I said, Nick Wright has LeBron over MJ. I have annoying Alabama fans. This, this is my thing. I got to try to find my way. Um, Brum, who's your oh, go? Let's bring Brum into this. Who's your go? Oh, yeah. I think about this a lot. I think. Oh, do you? I, I think there's a real argument. Uh, I, I'm for Reggie Bush just because the team, those teams went 34 and two while he was mm. there. Two national t- titles appeared in the third. Mm. Um, I think mm. there is an argument for Tebow just because of the length of the career, but system quarterback. Yeah, but whisper. Reggie cheated though. Does that not hurt him though? He's a cheater. Dude, are you Aaron? Shut. Oh my we're God. not doing okay, this. Okay. Doing okay, he's smiling um, for the podcast listeners. He is. He has that right there. Screenshot that if you're on YouTube, because when you read in a book and you hear the term "shit eating grin," that's exactly what you just witnessed out of Aaron Murray. That is a true shit eating grin right there, as he knew that he had exactly just pressed my buttons and immediately triggered me and got me like angry. Yeah. Okay. How about this for a little <laughs> NIL story that, that will warm your old man heart, uh, Aaron Murray, uh, Jaden Rashada, after all the NIL drama, um, gets released from his letter of intent from Florida. Jaden Rashada is now committing to Arizona state. First off, huge get for Kenny Dillingham, youngest yeah. head coach in all of college football in Arizona state. Now, uh, Jaden Rashada's dad played there. That's cool. But according to Tom uh, Van, uh, Van Van Haven, uh, wait, where am I blanking? What's the college writer's name for ESPN? Tom... Van, Van Haren. Van Haren, excuse me. Yes, thank you. Tom yeah. Van Haren tweeted that two different sources told him that NIL did not factor in this time around. So yeah. that would mean a couple of things. The first time around, it was $13 million. And then remember, he turned down offers from Florida's that were still in the seven figures. He turned him down... Uh, for whatever reason, and now said NIL did not factor in at all. To how about that? Yeah. Well, he just—I mean—he tweeted out, you know, I'm attending Arizona State, my childhood dream, like you said, my father's alma mater, a place where I'm happy, in a school where my head coach has always had my back. So yeah, according to the articles, uh, he and his family were not seeking any sort of compensation, any sort of NIL any sort of initial direct relations with the collective, because that was the thing like they they were working because you can't work with the university. They were working with the Gator collective to put this deal together. It fell through. They're like screw collectives. I don't want to deal with it right now. Let's just get him signed up, get him ready to go. I'm sure at some point they'll come to the table and get some sort of deal. Yeah. But as of right now, it was, Hey, where do you want to go play ball? I love Arizona state. My dad played there. It's got my heart. I just think that's a big, it's a Look big difference that, going from that's... an SEC school to Arizona State. But like, you got some family ties there. I can't, I can't, I can't be mad about that. Yeah, bro. Whatever. I'd rather go to Arizona State right now from a quarterback and play for Kenny Dillingham than I would Billy Napier in Florida, like a thousand percent. Also, I just figured, you know, I, since you're always complaining about these kids, like only caring about the money and everything that you would well, like, the kids and. Uh, choosing based off of a little bit of passion lore and and also let's let's now now you know all jokes aside in a very in in a serious way he is someone who has directly seen some of the nastiness of this new era right Mm -hmm. that the collectives like everything you said he's seen how nasty and kind of 
grimy and messy it can be. And he's kind of like, look, dude, I, okay. Like, Pontius Pilate, I'm washing my hands. I'm out, dude. Yeah. And, and, and there's gotta be, look, I know $13 million is life changing. $13 million is probably more money. Not even probably. It's more money than I'll ever see in my entire life. Like a hundred percent. But as an 18 year old, that comes with such a level of expectation and pressure. That would be oh, yeah. super anxiety-inducing, right? He's got to feel a bit lighter. Hey, give me give me all that anxiety for $13 million. I don't give a damn. You, give me all that anxiety. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. But you can also acknowledge the – you can also acknowledge the basic human truth that he has to be feeling a lot lighter on his feet. Lighter in the pocketbook, but a lot lighter a lot on his lighter. feet right now as well. The I would rather have the burden. Lifted a bit. I would rather have the burden of knowing that I'm going to get $13 million over four years. Even if I suck on the football field, I don't care. Give me my money and I'll go live a happy damn life. Whatever. Who Screw are you? That. Are you like the maximize money guy or play for the love of the game guy? I don't understand you. One second you're one guy, the next you're the next, dude. You're so mercurial. You're like the the lead character in this. I'm not, first, I'm not I'm saying reading. like once again, like I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying if I if I'm in those shoes. I would gladly take the anxiety if you're going to pay me $13 million. And no, and he probably would have too, but you know what? Like since it was basically taken off the table from him, there's no way that you can't be like, well, okay, at least now I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to come with all that expectation. He's just more free, man, more money, more problems. Okay. It's a real thing. Look it up. A philosopher said it. Biggie. Who might be playing right now? Um, Okay, so Jaden Rashad, I did want to touch on that. One other thing on the way out here. Oh, Matt Rule is suing the Carolina Panthers, uh, saying that the Panthers are not paying his severance. Basically, his contract. Yeah, Matt Rule? More like Matt Sewell, your ass, if you don't pay me the money I'm owed. Hell yeah, that's my king, bro. You kidding me? Do you know the balls it takes to get fired? Hey, man. $40 $40 million buy. Yeah. Honor the contract, dude. So, but it is funny because how Nebraska formed the contract, he starts at 5 million and like ends at 12 million. Right. So it escalates every year, but because it starts so low through the end of his Carolina contract, it's like a $5 million difference between what he would have made in Carolina versus what he's making at his new job. He wants that difference. Uh, Carolina is saying, no, 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 that's bullshit. His contract is backloaded, so he's going to make even more, so we don't owe him a penny, and he's arguing, nah. And everybody's saying no comment. But, yeah, Brum, that is my king. Like Aaron Murray said, get your money. I, I, oh, sorry, Mr. Billionaire David Tepper. Oh, I made a mistake. Here's a direct quote from Tepper. Uh, quote, I made this mistake. I think it's a mistake to have a CEO-type head coach, okay? That's a mistake just in general. That's what I kind of believe. So I think you want to get somebody who's really good on offense or really good on defense. Wow. I mean, I love honesty, but that's almost a little too honest. That's your great revelation, billionaire. Yes, I don't feel bad that David Tepper overpaid Matt Rule. Hell yeah, Matt Rule. And you know what? I hope he wins the lawsuit and he gets that $5 million. Brum. Boom. Please. Brum, you win it, Sue? No, I definitely sue. Yeah, 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 exactly. If it's in the contract that you're owed five more million dollars, you're 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 suing the shit out of them, hundred percent. Well, to be clear, there is some wiggle room. Like there, it is up for debate. It's not it's not super. Like I don't know who's going to win the actual legal case, but good on him for uh, you know. 
look, because even that his Shoot lawyer shot. comes to him and says, "Hey, look, dude, this, you know, there's like, you just like, okay, sure, whatever, dude, let's go to court, let's do it. I'm up in Lincoln. I got to build a championship football team. You just give me my five milli, so I can put it back into NIL deals for badass skill positions. Because all we have is white farm boys, just big ass farm boys. <laughs> oh. All right, that that'll do it." For another episode of Snaps here live at the Senior Bowl. Staring at Chris Doran and Jake Hester right now. Uh, they're about to do some radio. You're about to do some radio. I'm done, folks. Love y'all. Huge thank you to Con Coward and the Volume Sports Network for having us, man. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, please, wherever you listen to Pod, Spotify, Apple, review it. If, if you enjoy the show, that, that helps kind of naturally build it. And a uh, huge thank you to FanDuel. FanDuel Sports, we got promo code snaps got some incredible deals going on right now so uh we will see you tomorrow my last day in mobile live here on snaps i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at first, first listen. listen we're older we're wiser and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories we're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments correspondence and a brand new sound season nine is kicking off with an intimate interview with grammy award-winning singer-songwriter natalia laforcade what's giving you hope right now well when i see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.